Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Counterculture Catch-Up, where we recap our weekly discussion. Uh, I'm Kermit the Frog. This is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> our goal is to motivate the church to influence the culture around us with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. To my left is our inconceivable pastor, Pastor Jamie. Jamie, how you doing? Good. Yeah, very good. good tonight. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yes, um, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, we are continuing with uh, Francis Schaeffer's uh, "How Then." Uh, how, how should we? I then can live? never get that. Right. How should we then live? How yeah. should we then live? Yes, it's um, just because nobody talks like that, except for Francis Schaeffer. Right, so yeah. true. That's very true. I'm actually fine, but I've uh, <laughs> we were both getting over uh, a sickness that we've had for a little bit, a little while. Yeah, we've missed. Everybody, so, yeah, it's been a while. Thankfully, we were able to record a couple episodes, um, uh, not on a Friday night like we usually do, but um, nice to be, be able to get back into the swing of things. Um, yep. It's just late, and my, my voice is still not perfectly smooth like butter like it normally is. <laughs> so <laughs> today you get the froggy, froggy yeah. Joel, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, just wanted to mention one thing before we get off the ground. Um, Thank you guys for watching our videos on the Reformation and on Christmas. Um, we had a comment from uh, Jenny, who I may or may not be f uh, affiliated <laughs> with, um, on the Reformation video, um, which I thought was um, interesting, and uh, it was it opened up, I think, a good opportunity for me to um, correct myself, actually, because we always say, you know, we want to be fair to everybody that we are talking about. And um, so uh, Jenny asked, uh, was the Bible actually chained up so that the common people couldn't have access to Scripture? Because that's what uh, I was saying. But um, my point was that we tend to think of it as if the church, the Catholic Church, just didn't want Christians to have the Bible. Like it was like sneaky so they could have all the authority and stuff. But um, it was chained. But it was actually the main reason was just so that it wouldn't it wouldn't get stolen because of, you know, right. books at that time would be so valuable and they didn't have um, they didn't want to lock their doors so that people could come in. But they don't want them stealing the, the Bible. So um, that was the main reason for it. Um, but that doesn't change uh, the fact that still um, you were not allowed to interpret anything in the Bible outside of the way that the church right. said um, that it was to be interpreted. And so um, in that sense, it was still, um, you were not able to come against the, the majority or what the church said was was true. And um, that's something that the Reformation definitely changed. Yeah, well, and it was still behind a veil. Right? Yeah. You know, so there was still that, that separation between the common man and the, right. and the church, um, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah, right. so the theology <clears throat> was still... Yeah. There, like yeah, what, what I was saying, same thing. but still, it. Um, I was not totally accurate sure. on my history at that point. Um, yeah. Well, why start now? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, some of the things like uh, we said were you know pretty tongue in cheek, you know about the, following the Pope on Twitter and stuff, sure. you know. Um, so hopefully you guys could see that, you know. Um, but also, you know, we we do want to be fair when we're representing uh, any group, and sure. we, we don't want to be. Um, painting things in the bad light sure you know 
which actually was my point. That I wasn't trying to, I was saying that usually Protestants look back at the Catholic Church and say like, oh, look at how they were trying to keep people away from the Bible. And my point was the opposite. That's not why they were doing it. It was a much more simple reason, even though they still didn't want you to interpret the Bible right. outside. So right. the point is still the same. Anyway, yeah. so, um, but thank you. So comments like that are great, you know, sure. and uh, uh, we like that, that discussion. And um it helps us to get better as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's always good to to be willing to have a, your your opinion or your statements challenged, because you know that's that's the sharpening that goes on. I think between uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, and right. and even if you're even outside of the church, mothers and sons too. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. that's true yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so it's it's uh, we're, we're we always welcome that. Sometimes it's hard to hear, you know, it's so hard to, you know, um, to, to deal with, with, you know, something that might, you might look at and go, wow, am I really that off on that? You know, yeah. but Hey, I'd rather, I'd rather know if our goal is to get to the truth, exactly. then, then that's, we should be open to those kind of things. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, definitely. We welcome all that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That would be yeah, great. And that's the reason that we do, that we do this Yeah. is to get to the truth, not to win arguments or to sure. be better than somebody else or whatever, you know. Sure. Wherever the word leads us, you know, and, and doing our best to, to to get rid of all of our presuppositions that, you know, not, not locking ourselves into some, some school of thought that doesn't allow us to uh, let God's word lead us where it's going to lead right. us. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> which is going to be very important as we go into the next period of history after the Reformation, yeah. leading into the <clears throat> the Revolutionary Age, um, where I think one of the main messages that Schaefer was getting across is um, all of the different revolutions that happened in the 1700s, and, and so the American Revolution, you had the French Revolution, you had the... Um, uh, the bloodless bloodless Re- that revolution right? yeah. that was a 1668 yeah that yeah. was well before but so all of those um, revolutions they happened because they had something oh, 1688 sorry. something as their foundation something as their um, standard really uh, whether it was God's word or whether it was man's humanism and um, trying to upset the system sure but um, I think that was one of the key takeaways that. I got out of uh, tonight and out of this whole time period is after the Reformation came where um, where Scripture now was in the hands of common people. And um, you, this is where America was founded. And I think that's an important point. You know, the Amer- America was founded on Reformation principles um, of God's law and God's word being the final authority in all things. Yeah. And coming out yeah. of... The medieval church, where it was the church that had um, all the authority, including um, political authority, um, for the most part. But here, um, now the that's why the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and all of that uh, was founded on uh, the Bible as the absolute truth, um, and that the majority does not have the right to say whatever they say is going to be the law. But instead now, <clears throat> the common person has the ability to come to um, the truth because Scripture 
is the ultimate authority right over <clears throat> whoever's in charge or you know right so sure and so so important this this really nails down the importance of not having the arbitrary rule of man but like when uh, Rutherford um, the statement that he made Lex Rex the law is king mm -hmm. you know the law brings that order from the chaos of um, the arbitrary concepts of men mm -hmm. and that's where it was without that reformation um, the the scriptural basis for that and so once the the reformation it's so cool to watch how that came and and, and it's playing out you know yeah. throughout the the um, uh, the years after like you were saying <clears throat> but just to see that it's the the that uh, the idea that there there has to be a law that is outside of man mm -hmm. it has to be transcendent from man in order for it to be um, uh, in order for there to be order right. you know real order yeah because otherwise you run into the the de like the issues that we we had witnessed prior to the church where you know in the um, uh, the Renaissance and those kind of things where it's human humanity, you know, and, and it goes right back to that, too. It was like it's like the same kind of the, it's the same narrative throughout, you know, all it's because of the heart of man is that right. way, you know. So if there is no law that is that is above and outside of man, mm -hmm. then then man makes his own rules mm -hmm. and with our human nature. It never plays right. out right. Right. You know, so it's really good to look back and to see. And it shows the reality and to, that outside of, even if you took a step back and you weren't, you weren't looking at the Bible and saying, you know, as a Christian, looking at it, yes. if, you, if you truly could take a step back and be completely objective, you could see the evidence of a transcendent, the need for something transcendent mm -hmm. outside of humanity, mm -hmm. you know, because it's obvious, the fruit is obvious, mm -hmm. you know, fruit always bears, you know, the, the yeah. humanistic fruit always bears right. some uh, bad negative, fruit, bad tree, bears yeah, bad fruit. and, yeah. Uh, but the, but the good fruit of, of God's law and his principles, uh, they always produce good for yeah. you, you know so so it's just interesting yeah because you could you could take a step back we look at it from a christian perspective right. so we're like of course right but you could take a step back and go there's something real here yeah that just plays itself out all the time the same way yeah and you can't avoid it yeah you know so it's That's, such it's so important to be a, a student of history you know to, to really see those kind of things yeah i think schaefer brought up a really good point when he talked about the uh, french revolution and how french revolution was different from the american revolution because the american revolution was fought to bring the absolute truth of scripture into where it wasn't and the french revolution was did not have an absolute basis for its um like the purpose of the revolution and so when um the people in the french revolution were they created a document to try to have their people live by but it lasted for a year and then i think they had to draft a new one the next year because it was just whatever was they they thought was real and true at the time 
that they were saying, this is what we're going to live by. And then that only lasted for a year because the heart of man is constantly uh, changing and getting um, going towards more sin, whatever sin that they desire. And so they're, it's going to, what they think is right, what they think is wrong is malleable. Yeah. And well, that's why. Ex- yeah, expedience. Go ahead. And after two years, <clears throat> that declaration that they wrote up was completely forgotten. And now it's just, it's forgotten. Whereas the American uh, Constitution, because it's it was founded on a principle that doesn't change of God's word, it is absolute. And so it doesn't need to change at all. And that's why it has a lasting impact because it's not able to be changed by humans or by the majority opinion right just a 51 percent kind of thing and uh yeah and and with the the french revolution with that whole mindset this idea of it it becomes kind of an animalistic um uh way of 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 control you know where it's the 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 stronger is the one who who makes the decision mm-hmm. for the rest of everybody else. Right. You know, it either becomes that or it becomes the group that's stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, so the 51% a pure democracy kind of thing yeah. becomes the one who decides for the 49. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that in that that's why and we brought this up and I, um after the the video yeah. we were talking about cuz if you look throughout Look! Look at the news today. The last last few years, how uh, how many times have you heard the word democracy mm-hmm. being being presented in the media? It is if you don't, I, I bet you hear it at least once a day, mm-hmm. and and it's an interesting thing because our country is not a democracy. Right. You know, we have dem- democratic voting. Right. But the elections are. Yeah, the elections are democratic, but the but the, the Constitution, the way that it's set up, it's a constitutional republic. So, and that is what gives us our protection from despotic leaders, right. you know, and that, that prevents that. would want to take advantage of their authority. Right. Yeah. So we have to have that and how important it is. And he talks about this with the separation of powers, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the countries that have that have a better understanding of that that you need a separation of powers mm-hmm. or else you have one group now that starts to take over yeah. and but but think about that how often you hear that word democracy mm-hmm. it's a whether it's whether it's done on purpose whether it's done because um of human nature or what have you whether they know what it means or not, <laughs> right? The the and and I I believe they that people don't know what democracy means. Yeah. Um, but 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 think about that because they want you to think that mm-hmm. somehow. Whether again, I don't know if it's on mm-hmm. purpose or not. But but that idea is being pushed, yeah. consistently pushed to think that we're a democracy, which if the the if the majority of the people in the country start to think that way, that it's, that it is a democracy, then you have this group mentality, which we see in culture today, this group mentality that now the bigger group has the say Mm -hmm. for everything. Mm -hmm. And right now we see that. And it's, it's interesting because it's this, this identity politics kind of thing. 
it's a very small minority mm-hmm. that is making the that is changing the culture to meet the needs of that small minority mm-hmm. you know so right. it's an interesting thing because because yeah. even though it's it's so so it's a uh, it's almost that backwards it's, the people really. that it's serving are the minority yeah yeah like um you know they have the loudest voices and then they're being catered to and and but it's all under this guise of like we talked about this too uh this 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 idea of unity unity yeah. you know and uh and that's another word that's completely vacuous right you know the the you'll hear people in in the the government you know the president you know he'll say we have to unify and then when you think about that, it's like, wow, yeah, that sounds really good. We should. We should be unified, you know. Um, and uh, especially as Christians, we think, yeah, unity. This is, you know, unity of the spirit and the bonds of peace, you Jesus know. It's that, like, yeah. that's what we want. Um, but unity always has to have something to unify under. Exactly. And I say that word is vacuous because it, when they say it and it's outside of God's unity, yeah. they're, what are you unifying right. under? And when the president says it, he doesn't even know what, like, he, he, I don't There's think no standard he has an idea of come under this, you know, but he wants you to come under something, right. you know, and agree right. with something because you have to unify under, yeah. you would unify under what he says is the thing to be unified yeah. for, you know, or under. So it's just to, to be aware of what's going on in the culture. It's so helpful yeah. to just see, like to think about these kind of things, you know, and, and really get ourselves back to, mm-hmm. all right, what are the, like, what's historically, what are, what's our founding document? Why is it important? You know, how, how are these things built? Why is it important that, that, uh, um, that we have rights that are inalienable, right. you know, how important is that? And that's too big of a word anyway you know? to understand what it means. <laughs> right. It's you almost... Know. Exactly. <laughs> um. I actually do know what, it, what both of those words mean. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm a oh, student of history. Inconceivable and? Yeah. Oh. Uh, alien. In, una- in- Inalienable. Oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Unalienable. Unalienable. I've heard it different ways, too. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. Yeah, illegal um, aliens are not able. They're unalienable. <laughs> um, but, the, you know, in another word like equity. You know, you hear that that term and it sounds great. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course we want, we think we want equity, but it's not, it's not what we think it is, yeah. you know, right. that should be the next thing from Princess Bride, you know, that word that you're using. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. think you know what that right, is. Right, right, right. <laughs> you keep using that word. But, <laughs> but I don't think, I don't think, you think know it means, I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> Um, we do a whole Princess Bride show. There you go. <laughs> As but, you uh, wish, you know. But it was, um, but it's just, it's so important, especially for young people, you know, to, uh, because they're consistently being fed these things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you had brought up some really I- interesting points with, with uh, TikTok and the, and the, the videos. You, I yeah, think I you love brought TikTok. that up, right? I love TikTok. But, but, but how, how that is affecting. I have to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but how that's affecting yeah. the, the minds of, of yeah. you know, your kind of your generation, right? right? right. You're, you're kind of right on the edge. Right. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Who, Thanks. You want to elaborate? Sure. On yeah. That? Um, well, I was listening to a podcast, uh, Alyssa Childers podcast. Uh, I think it's her. Yeah. 
she had two um, Bible scholars on to react to TikToks about the Bible. And in this, in all of these videos, they're, you know, 30 seconds to a minute long, um, completely <clears throat> unfactual facts about how we got the Bible and things like that. Um, but they have millions of views, you know, and it's really stealing these kids that are watching. It's stealing them away from even giving the Bible a chance because they're, they think it's, it was just written uh, as an abuse of power of like white men, you know, and just stuff that uh, is factually not true. And, um, but that's the way our culture thinks right now is in short little sound bites. And so that's why, like, if we can watch videos that are bringing in people with different opinions and having conversation together, not yelling and, you know, um, but like actual debate um, that lasts more than a minute, you know, like that you'll expand your ability to learn and learn different viewpoints, learn different vocabulary and what that means, like inconceivable and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems uh, today is not even just TikTok, but the TikTok mindset of just having I need this information right now, and I need it to be um, as exciting, as stimulating, stimulating, yeah, yeah. yeah um, as possible. But stimulating a particular thing. It's not like it's stimulating brain activity. You know, right. really. You know, right. it's not doing it's stirring anything. Stirring up that's, emotion, really. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's producing. Uh, I think, as Tommy said, um, a dopamine kind of thing. Right. So you feel like a high right. from it, but yeah. but you're not really getting anything yeah. lasting from it. But it's like... Uh, Except for deception. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, what are you going to have? Like, a Bible scholar come on TikTok and, and say the truth? Sure. It's not going to get that many views. Right. You know? And that's, like, okay. Like, that's just the way that it is, you know? Like, but, um, you know, if there's a way that we can infiltrate that, like, space in, in some sense, in some sure. way. But, I mean, that's why we're seeing in this world, like, the proof of that is that you're raising a generation that can um, b believe that whatever they feel is the truth. And so that leads to things like transgenderism or, um, yeah, even changing, like cutting off, you know, body parts and things like that because it feels right at the time when you don't realize the lasting consequences of something because you're not training your mind about the lasting consequences of anything. You just want what you want at the moment right now. You know, I've heard somebody say this, that um, thinking is heavy lifting, you know? So like you, you have to, you have to train yourself just like if you're, if you're working your body out, you know, the, when you're, when you start out, you know, this is hard, you know, it's hard to get your body into that kind of system. Yeah. Um, but you have to train it. You know, and I think it works the same way with your mind, you know, but thinking isn't easy, you know, to really think about something is not an easy thing, but it does get easier, you know, and you, you do start to enjoy it, I think, mm -hmm. you know, because you start to realize, wow, there's so much I don't know, mm -hmm. and there's so many questions that I have, mm -hmm. and, and I think that, like I mentioned to, uh, to the group tonight, you know, I, um, I think one of the things that 
it would be so important for young people to get a hold of would be to to open a book that challenges them mm. you know to take the time because now you're being you're you're putting your your mind in a place where you you have to think through the narrative you have to right. you have to read the words put them together see how it all flows together and you know and and not not necessarily simple reading, you know, but, but to challenge yourself a little bit, mm. you know, with something that might be a little beyond you maybe. Mm. And, uh, and I used the, the example of Victor Wooten when I was watching Victor, he was, uh, he was being interviewed by, I, f I forget who it was who was interviewing him. And, but he was saying that when he was a young player, if you don't know who Victor Wooten is, you can look him up. He's a killer bass player. Like, yeah. Probably, probably one of the most yeah. well-known bass players out there, and uh, and I play bass sort of. I mean, you know, <laughs> just put uh, put him up against Victor Wooten. It's pretty much fifty-fifty. Yeah. I'm not a musician. I just play bass, but um, he plays with the musicians. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the musicians and the drummer. <laughs> right. right. Uh, but uh, but but he's a killer bass player, and but what he did was he would. He would hear a, a tune from from uh, a, a band and play their that bass line and learn how they played that bass line. Yeah. And by doing that, it expanded his repertoire yeah. and it allowed him to to think like someone else. Right. And be that expands your ability then to to be more well rounded. And I think it works the same way with your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you challenge yourself to think like someone else as you're reading what they're writing, like for me, C.S. Lewis mm -hmm. is huge. Jordan Peterson, another mm -hmm. one. They're, they think so... Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson. Like they're, they're so well... That they, can, they can form thoughts so well mm -hmm. and so complex um, and have so many facets to them. It's just amazing. Well, that challenges me. Mm -hmm. But it puts me in a place where I'm, I, I start, to, I can start thinking like them, right? You know, and not that I'll be, you yeah, know, no, but as good as them. But, but yeah. I'm, but I'm building different structures. I think you're building different structures in your mind right. that allows you now to think differently. Yeah, and because I, the TikTok thing, all those little shorts and those kind of quick little dopamine dumps or whatever. I think it just Dopamine locks your, <laughs> it just locks your mind into a way of thinking, and if you never challenge yourself, mm -hmm. then you're stuck in that. Yeah. And then it becomes, you know, well, how come you can't see that this isn't even rational? Right. Well, they can't see it's not rational. They just have never, they they can't get outside of their little yeah. their their framework that they've built their you know yeah. the synapses or or whatever you know yeah. or stuck that way kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Those, I don't know. I'm awesome. not a I'm yeah, not a doctor. Awesome I'm things. not a biologist. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. You know what a woman is? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to be a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> well, I think that's what lies behind the TikTok of trying to shoot down the Bible is the new it's, it's old right and it's like these are what you know stuffy old men said you know back then who and obviously back then we know that there were power structures that that they just wanted the power or whatever which makes no sense at all um but then okay so try to figure out like what is the underlying 
reason that they're trying to bring that thought to today's world. It's because in today's world, you can be whoever you want to be. You're perfect just the way you are. Or if you have a thought that you want to change, no, don't let anybody tell you, you know, that you can't be who you want to be. So if you're uh, a young boy and you're like, oh, I just enjoy playing with dolls. I think I'm a, I'm a girl, you know. But don't let anybody tell you you can't be a girl. That's fine. It's like, well, what does the Bible say? Well, it's like once we bring in the Bible, we're talking about something that is an old document, but it's lasted throughout time because its truths are unchanging. But if we can get rid of that, then we can really get this what we want to happen and how we want to live our lives without something outside of ourselves dictating how we are to live. But if we don't have something outside of us, what are we left with but our own natures? And I think this is where like, one of the crux of these issues are is what is the nature of a sinful human? Right. Because my, I remember my dad telling me this a long time ago because we're talking about like communism, I guess, in history or um, they were talking about something in, uh, you know, in South America, a communist country or something. And it was like, I was like, Dad, what is, what's the problem with, like, why don't we like communism? Because it kind of makes sense. Like, everybody look out for each other and, you know. um, And Dad said something that stuck stuck with me, and it's definitely true. um, And that is communism doesn't work because of the sinfulness of man. If mankind is generally good and generally um, wants to help people and wants to, and um, then communism would work, theoretically. And you even see that kind of mindset in the early church, where it's like they're selling all that they had, they're giving everything they had to everybody else in need, um, and all of that, because they have the Bible as their foundation. But in any communist society today, that's not the foundation. And then you have somebody like Marx or Lenin rising to power, because that really is their ultimate goal, is getting this power. They don't want to be the the one that there's always going to be structures of power sure there has to ev- be everywhere that's the, right? that's the problem yeah because the human race is by themselves without god is always striving to be the cane over the able you know jealous sin you know pride selfishness that is who we are without god uh, that's what human beings are and that's why uh, communism or anything that tries to bring together this we don't need an old dead book to tell us what's right and what's wrong. We can have this perfect society because we're in this enlightenment age. We've grown out of right. the the, um, the stuffy old ways of you can't do this, you can't do that. Well, now this is the consequence of that is now you have little children who can't be told, well, what you're thinking doesn't line up with reality. And so you need to start thinking in a way that actually it reflects truth and not just what you feel or what you want to be true. Um, but that foundation is gone if scripture is gone. Right. And it, there's, it, it becomes that French, the French Revolution, which every year it's going to keep changing. Right. Um, well, and, so. and the balance of power changes the, the – because you have to have something in power, you know. Yeah. And so uh, if it's not something that is transcendent, then it will be someone who, who steps up to the, to the plate mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it is interesting because you, you see this, this um, and I think this is what Francis Schaeffer was, was getting to with the notes, um, where it says Voltaire's admiration of, of English conditions. You know, he saw what yeah. England was 
because of their bloodless revolution right. that was founded on principles right. that were outside of man right. and uh, uh, established it. by God and, and saw, well, this is a good thing, yeah. but didn't but tried to implement it with a humanist viewpoint right. that man is is basically good right right and it's uh just outside influence or whatever that makes right. them evil yeah. and it and it just it it was terrible you yeah. know it was terrible um and uh it's yeah, an interesting point too deaths that came from yeah that. it was it was a 40,000 40,000 people yeah. uh, were beheaded or or killed right, the guillotine, yeah, yeah. Guillotine. um which uh, I'm sure they'll be bringing back at some point in the future. Mm. No, I um, think I think it's inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so because of that enlightenment mentality that 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 humans can be perfected mm. essentially because they're basically good, they're they're born good. They're not born sinners, which um, that is what like that's the the crux of the issue. You know, it's the fall of man. Mm -hmm. You know, man is a sinner or he's good. Mm -hmm. And and it's a crux of the, the issue in the, the political world, you know, with the revolutions and stuff, because it is exactly that point that caused the founders of our country and the, the, uh, the bloodless revolution in England to establish a, a balance of powers, mm -hmm. right. you know, to have um, these checks, checks and balances. Yeah. You know, and that's what made that, you know, why they did that. Yeah. We have to have checks and balances. Yeah. There can't be one thing, one, right. one p person or, or, or um, uh, you can't aspect. Leave, you can't leave anything up to, for man to get a because, foothold in because yeah. they'll take it. They'll take it. Yeah. And it's so cool yeah. because it's, it's so biblical. And, uh, and it's interesting too, because he brought up, and I've heard this before that, you know, that the. Um, our revolution is similar to the French Revolution, yeah, yeah. and I was, and it's actually not similar to it because right. ours, again, as we mentioned, is is built on God's principles. Mm -hmm. The French Revolution was built on humanist principles, mm -hmm. and uh, ours is more closely related to um, the Bloodless Revolution of 1688 mm -hmm. in England because it had a Reformation base. Right. You know, so it's just a, it's it's interesting. So so these are things, you know, again, it's like good to look at history. You know, the French Revolution, it's he brought up. He he uh, I think you alluded to it, too. But he had pictures of, you know, these founders. Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> he I think it was was it Napoleon? Nah, mm -hmm. I don't know. And, and he he put it over closer to next to Marx right. and Lenin. Right. Because he said, really, the French Revolution is more associated with the um the lenin's um marxist revolution right. kind of thing um when we look at our culture today what what are some things that that we could look at and see that maybe we should stand up against because as he was going on in this he was talking about slavery he was talking about um uh like child labor those kind of things and and how the church really really did not stand up yeah, and and fight f against those kind of things mm -hmm. in the, in the culture when they should have and and i think that as we look at our culture today we see a bunch uh, 
I guess if you dig, I bet there's a bunch. But there are some very obvious things that I think that the yeah. church should not be silent about. Yeah. And I think the church as a whole, if we can get a hold of our the of the understanding of really how important it is for us to to stand up, because like uh, like a William Wilberforce, you know, standing right. and like uh, till he died, yeah. you know, to to be in the parliament. I think it's the parliament mm-hmm. at that time, and just be there, always mm-hmm. fighting against yeah. slavery, always. Yeah. And and uh, that was his mission. That was what you know and. I, I just feel like the church should be there yeah. for some of these things, like the mutilation of, of children, right. you know, and this transgender ideology yeah. and those kind of things. Um, and it's, yeah. you know, it, it, the, the the problem is, well, how do you do it? Right. You know, and that that's still something that it's like, okay, how does that, you know, it has to start, I think, um, with us, you know, being in the right the right place. Spending time in in uh, in our you know in our prayer closet you know mm-hmm. and then but then I think as a as the church as a whole uh, if we can unify in Christ unity well, we is have, not vacuous right we have something that we can unify under uh, right and that being <clears throat> scripture yeah and I think like for the most part all Christians are unified in terms of like. Um, say like abortion is as an evil like the most heinous evil i can possibly like think of like but when we think of slavery was an accepted law yeah of of the land and we look back on that and can't believe that that actually would be we we think that it's inconceivable which it should it should be inconceivable that anybody would be able to enslave another human being and just say well they're not a human being um but look what we're doing with abortion you know, and I've heard it said that, like, the next generations, or hopefully as soon as, you know, right now, um, we'll look back on uh, on abortion and we're going to say, just like how we, now we look back at slavery and say, how could this, how could we ever have been okay with this? And you make justifications for it, you know, um, just like we make justifications for you know, killing babies in the womb. And um, we, I don't think we should ever look at any of these issues as if, that one's too far gone, so let's right, move on right, to right. another one. Right, yeah. You know, um, like obviously Roe v. Wade being um, shut down th- this past year was a victory for um, you know our the the, the truth, but um, there's still so much more work to be done there. I think something that the church should still be fighting against, and I think that once that became legal and um, gay, gay marriage and things like that, once that became uh, the law of the land, which now it is that that you can't say anything against that. That is when every the whole foundation for all of these other sins just fell right off the cliff. And now you see the polygamy becoming more and more um, and the transgender and everything because the foundation from the start was God's word. And now that that's not there anymore, now it's sure. like everything is... Is, is going that way. You hear the argument of, uh, or the presentation of, like, you know, this is a slippery slope. Yeah. You know, and people, people will be like, no, no, no. And I, I heard Ben Shapiro talking about this, and he's like, he's like, really, it really is, you know, a slippery slope, all of these things, because what happens is, you know, it'll be like, 
well, you know what? We're, we're gay. We just want to live our lives. Just leave us alone. It's like, okay, we'll give you that. And then it goes to, well, we just want to have the ability to care for our, our partner, you know, um, when they're in the hospital. It's like, uh, okay, we'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, that's not good. No, we, we need to get married just like you guys, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's like, hold on a minute, you know? And it just continues mm-hmm. because it really isn't where they, where they want to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's not even necessarily the individuals that are out there. Yeah. But it's the but it's a um, a small group of activists who push these kind yeah. of things. Yeah, no, I would say like the people who like the actual gay people are not the issue. Yeah, it's actually the, the just like leave me alone. Saying, what I do in my bedroom just you know, yeah. it's not your business. No, but it's actually it's it's saying that we don't we can't say that something is wrong right. when we have an authority above us that is saying that it's wrong. That is really where the issue is because now. That same authority is saying that um, God made uh, man and woman, and that's a good thing, so that there's difference in the genders, and that those differences, if you're born uh, a, a man, this is how God made you to be, and so you don't change to the other one, and abortion, the same thing, you know, not killing. So this is the same foundation for everything that we believe. So once you take away one of those things, everything is going to follow because your foundation just got destroyed. <laughs> I think one of the one of the the, the hearts of what um, Francis Schaeffer was saying regarding like the church standing up was that at the time what was happening like the slavery um, and race prejudice and those kind of things the failure of the church to live what the scripture really says Mm -hmm. you know so it was a degradation of the of the the um the principles that they were spiritual wall you know so it became more of a social christianity Mm -hmm. rather than a real christianity and so we have to be careful with that you know we have to be careful as the church to make sure we understand what we believe be confident in in the word of god stand on the word of god and not, you know, not give in to the, to the emotional draw of things like, well, I just disagree with that because I, I just don't get it kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. well, like, I don't like hell. You know, I don't like the idea of hell, mm-hmm. but it's real. I right. can't, I can't just because I don't like it right. doesn't make it, make it not real. Yeah. And if so, it's the truth, then it's more loving right, to talk about it. It's just how it is. Yeah. And so the failure of the church allowed failures in society. Mm-hmm. And that was a point that I didn't bring up in the class. I was going to bring up the, the, the idea, because as we're talking about culture and things like that, we can forget the, how important the individual is in that culture. Right. And so the biblical principles um, provide individual societal individual and societal benefit you know so Mm -hmm. it's not it's not that it you know um it's not that there that that you see two different things there it's that if you'll see the same principles work out if you follow the principles you see the same fruit work out i should say yeah 
in your personal life, but also in society. Right. You know, so if the church is upholding biblical principles and standing, and that's the, you know, when we did the Progressive Christianity podcast, mm-hmm. you know, if you haven't seen that, you should that's watch that. That's not the that. name of our new podcast, by the way. <laughs> Progressive <laughs> Christianity podcast. Um, but, but you see the degradation of those principles because, well, I disagree with that, so therefore it can't be right. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and and then the church gets watered down, and then culture gets watered down, and then we fall into a state where, you know, you it, it becomes a man, you know, it becomes this as as Francis Schaeffer said, uh, despotic fifty one percent, you know, mm-hmm. despotic one leader kind of you know monarch mm-hmm. or uh, dictatorship kind of thing, and you're like. But that's where, you know, it can go if the church doesn't stand. And, uh, I mean, I'm pretty encouraged. I I think the church is – I think that that we're on the – right on the beginning of a – like a a kind of a revival in the church, Mm -hmm. a revival of of true Christianity, a revival of people who who are taking God's word seriously – and are are really applying themselves to it, and I think that we're we're going to see some some good movement in in our country mm-hmm. and in the world. But we're you know we've given a lot of ground, you know. Yeah. So there's a lot to take back. Yeah, so. I think this is one one of the most important points that I got out of tonight was if you look at the um, the minority people. Like one, like William Wilberforce or Abraham Lincoln or um, even Martin Luther, that coming out of the Reformation, now that each individual could have the Bible and could see what the truth is. So when slavery becomes the law, well, even though it's the law, if it goes against Scripture, like ultimately that has to come down. And even if the people in control or in power at the time don't think that it's um, a sin or, you know, they're making up, but one person can make that change just like William Wilberforce or like, it doesn't have to be the majority opinion that slavery is wrong before that becomes true. All it takes is for God's word to be put forth because it goes forth in power and the truth will always win. And so I think that's what, that's why slavery eventually was defeated. And I think the same thing uh, is going to be true uh, with abortion because it's so obviously wrong and evil um, when you see what's going on. If Christians will just continue the fight and not, not give that ground away, but stand on the truth of God's word and in every, any situation that we can to continue to fight against it, um, I think even... Um, the sinful people that like what Schaefer said uh, near the beginning, he was like, even non-Christians and sinners still benefit from godly right. principles being carried out. And I think you see that in um, the founding of America, like when America was first founded, they're not all Christians, but they almost all had biblical principles. And so that's why um, you didn't see the types of sin that you see today, where the majority of people are not um following biblical principles at all but i think that's something we should be encouraged with that now that we have scripture in our hands we know what's right 
and we can stand up believing and knowing that God's word is powerful. And if we stand on that and do what we need to be doing, we will see uh, victory. And, you know, it might not be changing the whole world or whatever, but it's going to be doing something. You know, God's word doesn't return void. Right. And it always will carry out its purpose. So nothing is, it's never too late to win back some ground. Sure. You know? Sure. Well, I think it's why, I think there's a, a wisdom in in being able to present your case well, too. Yeah. Um, and for us, you know, it's easy for us to say, well, the Bible's true, you know, so therefore yeah. kind of thing. And and that is that is absolutely true. But I think there's sometimes in the in the conversation, you can say the Bible's true and these principles work and um, and and show that by understanding the history yeah. and understand that even those who like uh, Thomas Jefferson, who yeah. may not have been, you know, a, a Christian yeah. or, or a solid Christian sure. or whatever, um, he still understood that without those principles that the country could not, the, the society could not survive. Right. He understood the importance of those principles. Yeah. And so for, for, for us Christians, I think it's good for us to be able to, to bring that point, you know, and bring that kind of discussion to the table mm-hmm. to say, listen, I understand that you don't believe in God, we'll say, you know. Yeah. But understand this for sure. Mm-hmm. Without godly principles, this nation goes into chaos mm-hmm. because whose law are right. you following? Right. You know, so, so there has, we, we, can, we can wisely argue our case. And by doing that, I think, then we, we can bring the word of God yeah. and say, well, the reason that it brings value to a culture mm-hmm. is because it's beyond man. And it's beyond man because God is the one who's established the laws mm-hmm. in all of everything, all yeah. of nature. So, so, but it, it's, I think it's good for us to think through that, to be able to rationally explain to people mm-hmm. like, listen, like I get you're against this or that or whatever. Or you don't want somebody telling you what to do, but let me explain to you why this is important mm-hmm. um, because of this, this, and this. Yeah. You know? And uh, so it's it's just so it's so interesting. Yeah. You know to 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 just see to see the the reality of the fruit of the truth of God work mm-hmm. throughout history. Right. And that's what's such a benefit yeah. to this series, because that's what you see. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't avoid it. Yeah. If you truly look at it, you anywhere you see it. biblical principles being applied, <clears throat> you see a flourishing yeah. society and, and a moral, you know, and upright society. Yeah. Social order that is not chaos. Yeah. You know. Right. Exactly. Um, Freedom without chaos. Yeah. Well, like he says here in, in on the, the study guide uh, on uh, number seven. <clears throat> you know, it's a reformation did not bring perfection, right? right? But gradually on basis of biblical teaching, there was a unique improvement 
you know, with the Bible, the ordinary citizen could say that the majority was exactly. wrong. And in uh, that was letter A, letter B, tremendous freedom without chaos because Bible gives a base for law. Right. You know, so that is where it has to be mm-hmm. for society to work. Yeah. It has to be there. Yeah. And Jamie, I think this is a good time for you to maybe talk a little bit about your new class that you're going to be doing for evangelism. Oh, yeah. Because we talk a lot about, you know, when we talk with people for and Catherine. stuff like that. Yeah. You're going to have to come out on Sundays. And you're going to have yeah. to hang out, you know, so. Because then, like, we're going to get trained yeah. in how to talk with people. Because, like you said, it's like sometimes it's really easy to say, like to talk a good game. Be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, evangelize and to talk with people. And then you get there and you're like, mm, I'm not. You start quoting the Princess Bride. That's inconceivable. That's um. Yeah, but to be able to know how should you handle yourself in that kind of a situation. And then I believe we're going to be going out yeah. uh, evangelizing. Yeah, after. for sure. Um, Venues are tough, really. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, fortunately, John, mm-hmm. um, the youth leader, is um, is getting a hold of the local mall. Right. You know, the Rockaway Mall. So we can set up a table. And so we can get some tables set up, yeah. which is really great because then I don't have to get kicked out again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you still I really don't like getting kicked out. You still will, but we'll be able to continue. <laughs> yeah, I just get, I get like the laser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's kick him out. Yeah. You know, he looks like a troublemaker. <laughs> but Must this be is, the blues hat. This is a. Thank you for the blues hat. Absolutely. This is a gift. I'm a blues fan. Yes. And uh, coming out right now this guy here got me a new hat. I think he just didn't like the other one. <laughs> the one you had for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wear every day. Every day. Yeah. Except for church. Except for church day. Oh, yeah. But you wear it at church. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. You also got a gift of a new mic that you're using. I did, yes. Yeah. If you had noticed, thankfully, to my son, Joe, he got this for me. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. This is awesome. Joe yeah, and Joe. I'm digging it, man. Yes. Digging it. This yeah. works great. Yeah, I love really it. Good. It's out of the way. I don't have, yep. to, I don't have that thingy. You know, the, right. That. Yeah. That, uh, I'm going to be losing this in a week or two, too. Filter. <laughs> I heard that. Did you? Yeah. yeah oh, did it pop? Here. No. <laughs> um, that's weird. But uh, but anyway, so. Good yeah. Stuff. So, we, Good yeah, stuff yeah. We're going to be doing uh, evangelism training. We're going to um, hopefully whoever can make it will do it. Uh, not this Sunday. Well, when's this coming out? This won't be out till this week so it'll be actually actually so at when you hear this it'll be the next sunday the 22nd so yeah whatever i, don't know. I feel like that's 22nd? more important than next sunday yeah that's true okay yeah the 22nd january 22nd 2023 yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'll be the start if you're watching this in like 2030 you know it'll be after the second service and um so we'll probably plan on depending on what time the service is over 12 15 or whatever we'll probably plan on like i guess one o'clock, you know, um, that gives us time to hang out, you know, mix and mingle and have some fellowship like we always do at church, mm-hmm. you know, which is great. Nobody's in a rush to get out of here for the most part. And, uh, and then we'll take whatever time, you know, I'll be free to, whether it's an hour, um, you know, you, we can make it an hour. And if we stay for later, if people want to hang out, it's fine. But, uh, but we'll do, hopefully we'll, like I, I, I use tracks. I like to use tracks with evangelism. 
um, to as a springboard into the conversation. And uh, I like Living Waters tracks. I think they're the best, at least for especially for springboard stuff. Right. And they're great tracks. But uh, but hopefully we'll be able to get some different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. You know, different experiences. You know, I know John um, John Shidlow has used some different mm-hmm. approaches. You know, different than than what I have used. And uh, I know you 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 have um, some experiences and different mm-hmm. approaches so it'll be really good to do that we'll do some role playing and uh and then yeah we'll have an opportunity yeah. to go out and, and apply this and um yeah. i'm excited for I, that i it'll love be really how great. the lord really uses your personality that he's given you yeah. in your like mine yeah all, everybody's oh, yeah oh i thought it was just for me <laughs> yeah oh yeah i didn't mean for you too god only uses your personality <laughs> well he does use your personality too um because you're so like easy to start you, you you have such a good way of just starting a conversation with people yeah i usually put them down yeah that usually helps first yeah, yeah. that's great why did you yeah. choose to wear that <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an ugly shirt <laughs> out of all the things you have <laughs> Uh, he's not that's not true i don't do that but um yeah i'm not uh, i mean the message of the gospel is the same but i'm not sure that scripture gives us a one-size-fits-all like presentation right. message of what we have to say i think it just says preach the word you know um and and, and spread the spread the gospel so yeah um, so he uses you and the gifts that he's given you in the way that you do that you know if you're more of an awkward absolutely. person like me absolutely god uses awkward people it's sure. okay. You just have to be willing to go out there and find other awkward people. But you have that sultry voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that sultry Kermit the Frog voice. Have you heard about Jesus? <laughs> I was going to ask you. The questions? Yeah, one of them. All right, go for it. <clears throat> All right. What has the, the question number one in the study guide for everybody who, you know, prints out the PDF that... You put mm-hmm. the PDF up there, right? Yeah. yeah. What has been the role of biblical principles in the legal and political history of the country studied? Well. Which is really what we just talked about. Sure, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, Rome, Greece, Middle Ages, um, France. Uh, whenever there's been biblical principles in legal and, and the politics, uh, I don't think it takes away from the sinfulness of man still. you know, And that's why I think you see... Uh, even slavery was able to kind of get a foothold because people who even called themselves Christians, and I think we're actually Christians, but they um, they had the wrong idea of what Scripture was saying, and they allowed the ideas of the times to uh, influence how they were reading Scripture, and they were not actually following biblical principles. And, and it's easier to see today um, than when you're in it. You know, we talked about that in the Reformation. Like, how come only Luther saw it kind of a thing? Right. But um, but when you're you're a part of what people are saying this is fine you know it's a it can be a powerful argument and you sometimes don't want to be the one to stand out and be like sure am i the only one who sees this kind of thing sure but um but god honors the ones who who stand up for what's right even when you're the only one so yeah but any i think anytime that biblical principles have been um have been put, put forward it's only been profitable to everybody and whenever it's not been it ends in bloodshed and sure you know. yeah it kind of answers I, I really we answered all of the questions except for maybe number five as we were talking yeah well um, let me ask you number five <clears throat> ask me number five dr <clears throat> schaefer believes that basic to action is an idea 
You confused yet? No. Okay. And that the history of the West in the last two or three centuries has been marked by a humanism pressed to its tragic conclusions and by a Christianity insufficiently applied to the totality of life. How should Christians then approach participation in social and political affairs? Okay. Well, the, I think this goes back to what we were talking about before, where it it is the uh, as as Christians, <clears throat> how important it is for our own personal walk to be lined up with God's principles, because the closer we're we're walking with the Lord, and the more lined up we are, um, then as we do those things, our effect on social and political mm-hmm. things, uh, it has a, it bears good fruit, you know, so we're affecting the, the culture around us that way. And so I think that it starts with us, but then also um, as, as we, you know, um, as we mature or, or as the church matures and sees the things that we should be, you know, uh, dealing with in the culture, then we we have to be bold enough to stand up to those things. And and again, the Lord, I think, will give us wisdom mm-hmm. on how to do that mm-hmm. uh, as long as we're in the right place first. So I think the uh, basic to the action being the idea that we have to uphold godly principles right. ourselves first. And because that became that really was the problem. The individual was taking the their Christian walk and kind of making it more social than than um, than real, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, watering it down. And we see a lot of that in culture today too. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, you, you you see no depth and uh, <clears throat> depth because maybe no good Bible teaching in in. In certain churches, you know, I'm sure there is in, in certain churches, you know, but how important it is to to adhere to those kind of principles, you know, mm-hmm. good discipleship. But encouraging the younger people in the church and really coming alongside and and helping, yeah. you know, and uh, and as parents, you know, for for parents of being involved, of yeah. people being involved, but also allowing the church to be involved mm-hmm. in in helping, you know, we do. Uh, Instead of instead of um, baptizing babies, we we do dedications. You right. know where the church dedicates itself to help the uh, the family the, the family raise the child right. up in a in a godly home and with Christian principles. And I think we need to take that seriously. You know that I think is it would be important to. Uh, to start to really affect the the world around us. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's got to start with the church being strong. <clears throat> yeah. And then it can influence the And we have such great opportunities now. I mean, you can click on YouTube and get a trusted, excellent Bible scholar, you know, who's preaching the preaching great stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and we can learn so much and we can be so well grounded if we're willing to put that time in, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, and stand on God's word, not on our own, you know, feelings or whatever. Yeah, fickle faith. Yeah. Ah, yes. Fickle <laughs> finger of faith. I think we touched on everything. Yeah, I think so. It was a good class tonight too. We had uh, a small group. Hopefully, we. I'd encourage all you folks yeah. who can, 
you know, please come out. I, yeah, I it mean, makes for a more interesting discussion. Absolutely. More people, more voices. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's so good. And... Well, one of the things before we end it, I think uh, it's important to say how important it is for us to have discussions like this. Yeah. Because going back to that TikTok kind of like short mentality, you know, where, where it's just this flash of information, you know, where and the shutting down of the, the dissemination of certain information right. and the shutting down of, of, of speech and the shutting down of the ability to debate a, a subject, I think is so detrimental to the ability to think. Yep. You know, uh, when when you're talking, when you're truly looking for truth and you're you're having a conversation and you may be on opposite sides of a of a, a subject, but that's where thinking happens. Mm. You know, that's where you're doing your thinking. Mm. And so we don't do that. Yeah. We have a we have a society full of people who are who are ripe for just being propagandized and, yeah. and uh, manipulated. Yeah. Yeah, and you're going to be in an echo chamber because you have nobody else to bounce off your ideas with. Right. And so you're never going to be able to go any higher than your own head. Yeah. And that's what Jamie was saying about um, reading people who are smarter than you. Yeah. So you can learn from them and become smarter. <laughs> All right. So thank you for watching, listening. Thanks for just being part of the conversation. I invite you to be more part of the conversation yeah. as much as you can. And uh, we're so grateful for, for the opportunity, you know, to, to go through these things. Yeah. And um, come on out Friday nights. <clears throat> yeah, come on out Friday 730. nights, 7.30. Uh, if you can make it out on uh, Sundays, you know, um, to church first, all right? Make it to church and then stay for Stay and let's, uh, let's prepare ourselves to go out and not only share the gospel, but but um, make disciples. Yeah, you know, um, not just be, you know, and infiltrate the world with truth. Yeah, we're we're given the the job to bring the word of Christ to those people out there, and so you know, how are they going to hear without a preacher? Right. That's our job. Let's go do it. You know, yeah. um, because all authority has been given unto exactly. To me, Jesus says, yeah. so therefore, okay. because of that, yeah. go and make disciples of all yeah. nations. And so cool. we know. Yeah. Uh, yes, and we know for sure and can't forget right. that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of yeah. Christ. So yeah. be encouraged. Let's go. Amen. Amen.